Book Zombie presents Curse of Strahd, a spooky adventure from D&D 5th edition. Episode 16, Normal for Barovia. Hello everybody and welcome back to Book Zombie presents Curse of Strahd. So, uh, last, uh, last, last session, which was actually only a week ago, it's amazing, two sessions in two weeks, um, we uh, left things in a little bit of a cliffhanger. So uh, a quick summary. I did a summary for Jane as she wasn't here last week. I realized, oh, yes, all that happened last week, didn't it? <laughs> I was just helping you prep for your intro. Yeah. That's all. Well, actually, I'd completely forgotten where we'd actually left it until I wrote that up. I thought, oh, yeah, I remember now. I'd actually written something completely different and I had to edit it out again. <laughs> okay, so at the end of last, uh, last week's episode, we or last week's recording, I don't actually know which episode it'll be in because I edit them. I've now started editing to two recordings. Never mind, you don't care about that. Last session, uh, we had, um, we finally had the funeral of the Burgermeister, uh, which we've been sort of working towards for a couple of sessions now. Uh, against um, Darius's uh, protestations, we left Doru, the uh, vampire or vampireling, alive. I'd say alive and well, but obviously not. And left uh, Dorovich's father with instructions on uh, how, to, how to deal with him. I think eventually we talked about drilling a hole in the ground and putting a pipe in and just sort of pouring stuff in or something like that. No doubt we'll find out how well that goes when we return to the town, uh, the village even. So having done that, we finally started off on the journey towards Velaki to, uh, to try and move Irina to a safer place. Um, we kind of let, I think we left sort of early afternoon, although it's about a day's journey, we'll probably, you'll need to break overnight. Um, but I think everyone didn't want to leave it another night and then start first thing in the morning once to get going. Uh, so came to a crossroads and on the crossroads was an empty gibbet, uh, or gallows until you walked away and looked back. And then there was suddenly a body hanging from it, which to Darius looks like Darius. Uh, Semyon went to investigate. And at the point that you almost touched it, uh, Eremon, in, in the spirit of mischief, cast a spell that made it suddenly move. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about sorcerers? A sorcerer in nerve therapy does shopping, shocking grasp when he meets new people and <laughs> shakes hands. <laughs> Something about sorcerers, definitely. <laughs> Does he say, pull my finger and then... <laughs> he just shakes hands, but he just has shocking grasp ready. <laughs> oh, what is that? Um, what is it, cloud kill? Or... <laughs> That's a it's... bit extreme, yeah. but yeah, poison spray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, it's one, I know there's a couple um, fart joke spells. <laughs> cloud kill is one of them. Yeah. Stinking cloud. Stinking cloud. That's what yeah, I was thinking cloud, of. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Alton hit it with his uh, weapon. Was it? Is it mace? Am I remembering rightly, Alton? It's a flail. 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 I should have known it's a flail because you keep flailing around. And <laughs> ooh, the look he's just given me glares in pout. <laughs> it's a real Paddington hard <laughs> stare. Um, so. I seem a bit hyper this evening. I'll try and calm down in a minute. Had a funny day. So uh, Alton hit it with its flail and it faded away, leaving uh, uh, leaving Semyon, not Alton, his player, Semyon absolutely convinced that he now has a fantastic magical flail for dealing with ghosts. He doesn't. It's the spell that Tiz <laughs> put on it. Tiz put a spell on it and mm -hmm. made it awesome. Oh, 
been to delete that a couple of days ago. But still, whatever makes you happy, Simeon. <laughs> Doesn't tick me. Uh, and so uh, from there, headed off on the journey towards Falaki, uh, partway along the afternoon's journey, are attacked by a pack of dire wolves, which you dealt with. Uh, I think Semyon was rendered unconscious at one point during that battle, mm-hmm. uh, but but uh, he got yeah. better. Yep. And, and then after a little later, uh, you got attacked by a larger pack of ordinary wolves. Not as large as the dice roll have said, but it was ridiculous, so I cut it down a bit. Uh, and they uh, dispatched a couple of the, um, the attacking wolves. And then Lena uh, decided that uh, she was going to cast Talking with Animals, or Talk with Animals, and try and persuade the... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I just flipped over and looked at Lena's photograph of her hair from yesterday again and made me laugh. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll cut that bit. Uh, sorry. Um, I, I get the feeling that that's just what Lena Random looks like at all times. <laughs> well, she needs to sort of photocopy a rock. <laughs> and... <laughs> I was like, no, no disrespect to anyone else, but somehow Lena is the character I'd most like to see fan art of. <laughs> um, so we left it as we were running out of time and it seemed like a good point. We left it on a little bit of a cliffhanger last time on what the wolves response was going to be to Lena's uh, persuasion attempt to, and in fact, a successful persuasion role uh, to try and get them to just move on and leave us alone. So, it was quite an exciting episode last week, quite a lot happened. Uh, So, um, with no more ado, uh, introductions. So, I am Chris Book Zombie Hill. I am your DM, trying to control this this herd of cats as normal. Uh, And as usual, I'll go along the line and start with Alton. Hi, I'm Alton. You've been introduced to me twice already. Um, I am playing uh, Semyon Anatov, the idiot paladin. And this week I am also going to be playing my own foil, Eremon, um, uh, because uh, Sarge is not with us this week. Sarge is at Gen Con. Sad face, everybody. Face. <laughs> uh, oh, poor guy. No, such a hard drive. <laughs> no, the sad face was on our yeah. behalf, not his. <laughs> Penny. Hi, I'm Penny Hill. I'm playing Marmoset Quince, who was quite pleased to be quite useful in that fight against the direwolves and is a little bit confused as to why Lena's now talking to the animals. It's incredible. Uh, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> I am Rick playing Lena Random and she is quite random. I am a druid, tiefling druid. That's right. And I am trying to talk to these wolves but I don't know if they're listening or not. <laughs> Jane. Uh, hey, I am Jane, and I will be playing Tisril or Tis Forge Flame, our dwarven cleric. Thank you. Who's very chatty. <laughs> <laughs> Alton did a very good impression of Tis last week. It was quite impressive. <laughs> you know, that's the downside of doing a podcast that gets edited as opposed to like a Twitch show is like I can't go back and listen to it. So I don't I won't hear it for like <laughs> A few, a few weeks yeah. <laughs> you know because it takes a while yeah. to edit like that's super fair but i just like i won't get to hear it for a while and I'm, i might stick that. the uh, the raw the raw audio into the uh, thingy so you can have a listen to that to the dropbox and finally <laughs> after all, all that nonsense caius hi i'm caius wickersham i'm playing darius salvinar a human monk 
no. There was a little note at the end there. It sounds uh, as if you're about to say something else. Sorry. <laughs> no, I decided. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> we could have left there. We just left the next hour just blank, waiting for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I had a bit of a feeling a bit down in the dumps this morning, and uh, and uh, I seem to have um, been making up for it a little bit this afternoon. So uh, apologies if I'm more than normally slightly weird today. <laughs> Benting back. I like weird Chris. He's cool. How much? How much coffee have you had, dear? Uh, I've only had one coffee today, <laughs> and that was a few hours ago. Oh, maybe you haven't had enough coffee. Yeah, maybe. I am drinking some porter at the moment, though. Oh. But don't worry, I'm not going to drink wine. We've discovered that I can't DM and drink wine. It doesn't go well. Uh, okay. Yeah, this this player and this dwarf vote yes on porters. <laughs> yeah. Amen. I know, I know Caius is a porter drinker as well. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so time to resolve the last, the, the cliffhanger from the previous episode. So, can you remember exactly what it was that you said, Rick? Not exactly, but I remember the gist of it. Okay, would you like to remind us of what the gist of it was? <laughs> uh, nope, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so when you said you remember the gist of it, what you meant was you didn't remember anything about it? A little bit. <laughs> I, th- I think there was something um, about, you know, we'll leave your hunting grounds and uh, let you live. Yeah, that or one. So- something to that effect. Oh. <laughs> so the sort of standard generosity and threat roll up thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Caius. I'll, I'll bear that in mind. <laughs> Sorry, Caius has just put something up on the, <laughs> just put a note up on the chat. Suffer not the undead to live, so says the emperor. So, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll do our best for you there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> even, even more than normal, I've no idea what's going on. The more episodes we record, the more this gets like as chaotic as nerd therapy. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> you mean you've never listened to it? <laughs> Rick's the only person he has ever listened to. I love it. <laughs> so the, uh, the wolves sort of pause, no pun intended. Um, and it looks as if their, uh, their leader, the one that uh, responded to your original overtures, is thinking. And he turns and looks at the others and then silently and quietly, that's not an oxymoron, <laughs> they vanish and disappear off into the wood. Tautology, my love. Tautology, yeah. Sorry. Definitely not an oxymoron. No, that's military intelligence, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, I think you say like jumbo shrimp or something, and yes, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like like, like a, a relatively mild one. <laughs> Do you know? I never thought about that before, but you're absolutely right. Is isn't it? That's like I feel like that's the most common one. Like when yeah. people are explaining, like in in English class, and they're explaining like what is an oxymoron. Jumbo shrimp is like the number one. I am also from Houston, which is like a shrimp harvesting place. Yeah. So that might be part of it. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, before we uh, do what happens next, Rick, have an inspiration point. Absolutely, I will gladly take that. <laughs> I mean, you, to be honest, you probably deserved one for your um, sticking to your um, principles on uh, what happened with Doru, having given your word that we wouldn't attack and making sure everybody kept to that. But I didn't think of it at the time, so uh, you definitely deserve one for, for your resolution to this little little fight. Why, thank you. 
Tis got an inspiration for something last week. I, n- I was noticing I don't that. Think I used that it. I had an yeah. inspiration. Oh, didn't I? Cool. Yeah. Didn't I'll I'll I give you an inspiration? Was it last week? <laughs> didn't I give you an inspiration point for washing marmoset at the end of the yeah, previous episode? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then that was previous. So just stop with checking yeah. at the moment. Um, yeah. So I know that Tiz has, and I know that um, that uh, Lena has. Uh, somebody else has got an inspiration point at the moment. I can't remember who it is. Left over from a while ago, I think. Not me. Possibly Erriman. Ki- uh, not mine. Not Mark. Um, I had, I, there was one for Erriman, but Oh, he, he did use it. it. Right, okay. That was a while ago. Oh, it yeah. as long as you yeah. guys remember. I used mine some time ago. Yeah. I just like to check to see who hasn't um, done anything to deserve an inspiration point yet. <laughs> or who hasn't been noticed. Like, as somebody who DMs, sometimes it's hard to notice in the moment. Like, what yeah. is it? <laughs> okay, so you are now into the late afternoon. Um, you are on the road to Glassy. Uh, Glassy. That's another thing I need to write down so I've got it in front of me because I never remember. Glassy. Glassy. I, I'm choosing to pronounce it for lackey. It's <laughs> any anybody's <laughs> guess what it's actually supposed to be. Um, but my game, my rules. <laughs> hey, <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. That was I meant to go to. I just want to bring up the map for myself. Unfortunately, as much as I would love to be able to just put a map in front of you, it's got in, points of interest marked on it, which uh, mm. I don't want to give away. I might do another copy of it actually that I can do as a handout later. Uh, somebody remind me to do that for next episode. They didn't include a player's copy? No, no. That's weird. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I have also sorted yeah. the thing that I noticed last week where the uh, the trail markings that you would be using were uh, not were out of lines. I finally remembered to line them back up again. Mm. I think that was probably me at some point. Probably moved something and I shouldn't have done. Oh, probably. You probably breathed oh, on it you. funny or something, dear. <laughs> we know how sensitive it is. Inspiration points can be taken away as well yeah. as given, you know. <laughs> okay. I take it all back. I love you, Chris. Yeah, I tried that. It didn't help. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, okay, so... You have been following the um, the road. It's starting to get sort of late afternoon now. Um, so not not really silly, but what did the wolf say? The wolf didn't say anything. They just left. Oh, I missed that. Did you tell us that? Did you tell us that? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, sorry. I just said they, the, the, the chief. Yeah, you said oh, that. okay. <laughs> I also missed it. So yeah, the chief the chief wolf um, sort of stood in thought. And then once, uh, uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted by doggo. Baby wolf. <laughs> sorry, this is, the, this is the unwell one. He's a sad puppy. Sad puppy. But uh, yes, I said he sort of melted away into the forest. Ah, right. Lena is feeling quite proud of herself mm-hmm. and maybe a little smug. As well she should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Tiz will turn and be like, uh, did it work? Did we fix it? Are they, are they were we good? Well, they didn't say anything, but the fact that they're gone would seem to suggest that, yeah, we're good. Wow, nice job. I don't really know how to talk to wolves, so that's like really impressive. I don't know how you did that, but that's super cool. <laughs> it, it really was super cool. <laughs> I'm more talk to, like, metals. <laughs> Meanwhile, Samyun is standing there holding his flail going, what happened? 
Oh, God. You know, I, said, I proudly said that I got the map lined up properly. Is now. it unlined up? I didn't have the map lined up. It has unlined up. It looks so much, but that's in the wrong place. What are you doing? Blame the cats. I, I, yep, absolutely. I will blame the cats as as, as one does. Oh, you walked across the keyboard, didn't you? Didn't you lead up? Yes, you did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, that's right. They've just got the numbering slightly different than the other version of that. Okay. As I say, it's heading towards sort of late afternoon, um, but you're still following the road past a fairly sharpish bend. And I don't think this is me. I think this is, uh, is the pretty other thing. Never mind. Okay, so you carry on wandering along the road. And after a, a little while, you come to a four, a bridge that crosses over the river. Ooh. So I'm sorry for hesitating a bit here, but the map just isn't right. I'm just going to grab the, and it's it's confusing me. And if it's confusing me, it's going to confuse you guys. I need to have a look at this again outside. But uh, yep, so that should be yeah. Those labels are completely out. That's what happens when you pry by pre-bought stuff. Do we hear that noise coming from the uh, receding wolf pack? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, yes, I'll say yes. You hear these wolves in the distance. They don't howl, they just go... Bah, 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 bah. They are grumpy wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lena hears, it was a very convincing argument. <laughs> <laughs> and the beta wolf has turned to the alpha wolf and said, you agreed, what now? <laughs> Rocks gently to himself. Okay, so as I say, you follow on the road for a little bit longer and you come across a um a bridge and over from the bridge you can see the following you follow the dirt road as it clings to the side of a mountain and ends before an arching bridge of mold encrusted stones that spans a natural chasm gargoyles cloaked in black moss perch on the corners of the bridge their frowns weather-worn on the mountainous side of the bridge a waterfall spills into a misty pool nearly a thousand feet below the pool feeds a river that meanders into the fog-shrouded pines that blanket the valley. Ooh. That's... Okay. Sorry, I need to make sure I say. What are you doing? Because <laughs> otherwise Rick will tell me off. Have <laughs> um, uh, uh, we established... Are we at sort of late afternoon time to think about settling down for the night? Is this a good place to camp, folks? Sorry. First of all, to Mr. DM, is it is it late afternoon, or early evening? It, it, is, it is late afternoon, early evening early evening uh, i mean it's it's still daylight as far as it's ever really daylight in this in this land uh but you're um you could carry on for a while yet if you wished to well, I'm a... so are you i think we should carry on i agree sorry what's that you guys said you think we should carry on yes okay i reckon we bear this place in mind though so if we keep going for say half an hour or so and um, we don't find anything that looks better. Perhaps we head back here to camp. What What are the like terms of the wolves leaving us alone? How far did we have to get? <laughs> <laughs> well, all they've pro- all the promise that was made was that we would stay out of their territory. Uh, oh, that was in character to Lena. Oh, sorry. That's okay. It was unclear. All I said was that we would leave their hunting grounds, and I. Don't know exactly where that ends, but I'm 
pretty sure once we cross this bridge, we'll be okay. That's just a guess, though. Okay. Just want to make sure we're, like, you know, keeping our prom... Was it a promise? Deal? I don't know. Threat, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, my. I just realized I'm down to ten hit points. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you carry on along the path... And as you as you head up, you're heading sort of you, you've turned again and you're heading sort of vaguely northwards now. You notice the path branches off in two directions. In one direction, it goes towards towards the east. And in the other direction, it goes through a set of um, steel uh, of um, gates, quite similar to the ones that you came through when you first entered into this area. And as I didn't spot it earlier, I actually have a drawing of what those looked like. Oh, my. Which, uh, let's see. I will show to players. Show to everybody. So. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Rather more substantial than I was thinking they were. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Now we know how big the head was. Yes. <laughs> for, our, for our list. It reminds me in Lord of the Rings with the like yeah, kings the of the, Gondor or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The um, is- Isildur and um, I was going to say Eremon. No, 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 that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. Eremon is an escapee from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Isn't everybody in D&D in some way an escapee from Lord of the Rings? I mean, that explains his his intelligence and superior attitude. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, for our listeners, uh, back in the first ep- or second episode, first episode, when they originally were transported to this land, um, they went through some gates and Lena, being Lena, decided to talk to the head of a statue that had fallen on the ground. My scale in my head was a bit long, a bit wrong. I've now found a, fo- a picture that I hadn't spotted before. And the um, the statues by the gate are looking at that probably about 30 metres tall around no not quite that much but like a hundred feet yeah about about a hundred feet tall yeah uh, that's what it looks like yeah. to me yeah. so and and so it was all a bit more substantial than i'd had in my head but uh we <laughs> i can't really fix that in edit, in edit anymore uh but uh we we can fix it for the gates going the other direction anyway uh so <laughs> what you don't really need is an easily distracted dm sometimes uh so you you do have a choice of routes but as you come up towards the the junction two things happen first of all Irina starts to drop further behind and when you look at her she is definitely looking scared also at the crossroads parked in the fork of the road pointed east is a large black carriage drawn by two black horses the horses snort puffs of steamy breath into the chill mountain air the side of the carriage swings open silently. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, Tiz, noticing Irina's like facial expression, mm-hmm. will definitely like fall back a little bit. She's she's slower anyway because she's a dwarf, but she'll kind of fall back and um just walk next to mm-hmm. Irina. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone inside the carriage? There is nobody inside the carriage. Well, this is okay. The, the, those black horses, mm-hmm. um, are they 
I mean, you know, marmoset knows a, bit, a thing or two about animals. Are they healthy? Do they look normal? Do they look a bit weird? Do you want me to roll a kind of investigation type perception-y something check? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, roll, roll, you're looking for something specific. Roll an investigation. Yeah, uh, uh, in a minute when I can find where I've hidden it. Or I could roll animal handling. Mm, you're looking at them, not driving them. <laughs> That's true. Okay, 17. 17. Okay. Well, as far as you can tell with the, with your experience of where you are, I think the best way I can put it is they look normal for Barovia. Um, <laughs> is that like normal for Norfolk? Yes. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> We've broken Rick again. Doesn't seem to take a lot. <laughs> if we get through a session without giving Rick hysterics, I feel that we've kind of failed. <laughs> okay, so uh, yes, as far as you <laughs> dragging us back to wherever it was we were started. Um, yes, they, horses were normal for Barovia. Yes, normal for Barovia. They look <laughs> healthy. They look clean and well kept. That's not normal for Barovia. They should be looking tired and secondhand and somewhat grey. It's not an invalid point, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but OK, so they're looking very healthy for Barovia from what you've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tiz is going to turn towards Irina and be like, um, do you know who this is? You seem to like know who this is or going on with this carriage or these horses like what the right eye is rather wide in a trembling of voice she says it's uh that's that's strad's carriage that's what he sends out when he wants to bring people to to this castle it, I, I don't want to go anywhere near that yeah that doesn't seem like a really good idea to go near that thing um just, is, it, is it like trapped or enchanted or something oh, it's just sitting there like it's waiting for passengers to board Oh, I was asking Irina oh, again. <laughs> if I'm if I'm in that voice, it's in character. Right, okay, I'll bear that in mind. Uh, yes, so Irina. Um, oh yeah, that's me as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to answer oh, differently, darling. <laughs> okay, all together. You just have now. to answer with her scope of knowledge, with, not yes, yours. Indeed. <laughs> I can't remember what you asked now. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I, Tiz asked uh, if it was like trapped or enchanted, like if, if it would draw people in or if it would keep people in or something oh, like that. No, no. Um, Strahd is just giving an invitation. Um, as far as I know, you won't, you can bypass it. You don't, don't have to get in unless, you know, if, if, if you want to do that, then that's fine. But I'm not coming with you. I'm staying here if that's what you decide to do. Okay. Well, then why are you so scared if you don't have to get in? With everything that's happened, anything to do with Strahd scares me. Oh, okay. So the carriage isn't scary. It's the fact that there's a dude sending a carriage. Well, there's there's a... Okay, I can understand that. There's a carriage waiting at there and the door opened by itself. I mean, I think that probably makes it a little bit scary just by itself. Yes. It I does. guess that is a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, you mean carriages don't normally do that? Oh, right, no. okay, we normally just ride the horses. Uh, haven't thought about the whole carriage thing. Hmm, fascinating. <laughs> I mean, you know, what with the big city and all, I didn't know what was uh, normal. Um, just love the idea that Barovia is a big city. That's amazing. I had a life-changing experience in Barovia. They don't even have a blacksmith. How could they be a big city? They don't even have a blacksmith. I assumed they'd move beyond such Come things. Come on, Marmoset. Oh, that's the point. 
<laughs> Irina has kind of been listening to this with a sort of slightly <laughs> raised eyebrow and mutters to herself, wait until they get to Vilecki. <laughs> It's going to blow her mind. <laughs> do I, since um, Tiz and Irina fell back a little bit, do I hear what they're talking about? Um, give us a perception roll. If I can find it. 19. Mm. Yes, yeah, so you can overhear what they're saying. Yeah, I'm not being super quiet or anything. She might be, but I don't I'm think not. Tiz is ever I... super quiet. She's never had a case. She could probably manage it. Uh, her version of quiet is like the mumbly fade out at the end of her sentence. <laughs> that squeak was adorable. <laughs> this is sweet. Um, well, since our mission, as it were, is to escort you to your destination, I do feel that we should continue on that. Yes. I, I imagine yeah. Aramon will be looking at this as it's probably not our invitation anyway. <laughs> I mean, who are we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Okay, uh, um, so left fork or right fork, folks? Which ways do we? Do either? Do any of us know which is the way to Vileki? The Vileki uh, is the is the fork that goes through the gates. The um, the other fork. Sorry, I thought it was it's clear from context, but the other fork is the way to Castle Ravenloft. Where okay. the vampire lives. Okay, so right. going through the gates then. Penny, you're still looking very puzzled. Through the gates it is. Sorry, Penny, you were still looking very puzzled and you've gone very quiet. That was because Darius started to say something and then you started to say something and I couldn't oh, hear. Right. Sorry. But I think we've caught oh, up now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So yes, um, Irina explains that uh, really don't want to go on the Eastwood path because that's what takes you to... Uh, to Strad's castle. Okay, Westwood Path it is then. I mean, as DM, I have to say, if you want to go that way, I'm not going to stop you. Um, in the ter- words of Eddie Izzard, am I right in thinking that the Westwood Path is all la 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 and the Eastwood Path is <laughs> I mean, we're in Barovia no matter what, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't... A, it, if it's la 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 la, it's got creepy undertones <laughs> under it. It might have Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to do the archers in... It's like, mm. take the Alice in Wonderland music and put a gallows in the middle of it and I think you've got the right vibe there. Music, but all in minors. I I was trying to do the Archer's theme song in a minor key, but I can't transpose my head like that. Uh, What I'm thinking of is, uh, have you guys seen the movie Us, the Jordan Peele movie? It's got fantastic music in it and they take, uh, so, all right, sorry, I don't don't have to talk about the music in this if we want to like move on, but it's a tangent, but... The music's really good, and I can talk about it more later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So you're moving on past the um, past the junction and the um, uh, the uh, the carriage. Yes, we are. Okay. I'm giving it a nice wide berth as it is, as mm-hmm. much as I can. As you walk past the carriage, the horses just sort of look at you and snort and stamp their feet. Um, uh, uh, everyone make a perception roll. 
please. Oh, bugger, 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 bugger. I've just realised I didn't start recording <laughs> the... So I didn't, I didn't, I'm recording on um, Audacity. <laughs> I forgot to start recording the uh, the uh, backing, the... Um, oh, the, the master track, the, group, the Zoom thing. The master track. <laughs> Never mind, it's not too, it's not too important, but... Uh, useful if i can remember anyway sorry uh yeah so tiz got a six on that perception i got a 14 yep mama set got 18 and semion's on 21 nice wow okay so semion Mm -hmm. as you walk away from the uh carriage you actually just hear the sound of the carriage door closing as you walk away i turn back and look because this will mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> the carriage door that had opened as you came close has now closed. <laughs> Would Semyon be able to make any logical link to that? <laughs> hmm. Oh, did Aramon do a perception? Uh, yeah, that was the 11. Uh, oh, that was the I'm Sorry, I got it. it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. No, absolutely means absolutely nothing to me. The door is closed, so what? <laughs> that self-imposed intelligence check is a zero, and that's not even enough. Nope. <laughs> yep. I love it. Absolutely. Okay, so as you walk towards the the the, uh, the the large iron gates, as I say, very similar to the ones you came through when you first arrived in the land, uh, they open in front of you with a, a lovely um noise except probably deeper because they're big gates <laughs> okay even even semion at this point will be stopping and looking <laughs> back at the carriage and then at the gate and then back at the carriage <laughs> <laughs> mama set gets out the oil and o- gets out oil from uh, their backpack and oils the gates <laughs> Are you okay, Ulta or Simeon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just uh, are they linked? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> when one door opens, someone what the, the, the doors and the gates and the stuff. <laughs> when one door closes, another one opens. Oh dear! <laughs> That's what Marmoset was trying to say. <laughs> Great, now I've broken yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to say, sometimes, listeners, you're missing everyone's facial expressions with some of this stuff. <laughs> this is the Brovian equivalent of an inspirational post, I think. <laughs> okay, so the door, the gate uh, out of um, the village has uh, opened in front of you, or out of the area. Um, what are you doing? Well, that was convenient. Yeah, I mean, Tiz is going to, like, look around and see if there's anybody, very long you know, pieces. pulling a switch or and, and laughing and twisting their mustache maniacally. But other than that, go through the <laughs> gate. We we needed to go. Do you want to make a perception roll for me then, Tiz? Sure! <laughs> roll for goofy cartoon villain. <laughs> roll for mustache twirling, guys. <laughs> 17! Do I see a goofy cartoon villain? You don't see anybody. (laughs) I'm sorry, if I don't make you roll when there's nothing to see, you always assume that a perception roll is important, so... (laughs) Oh, dear. Mama set heads through the gates and and stops and and, and scouts ahead just to see if uh, 
they can see any of these threats. As you come through the gates, you can see that uh, there is still more um, forestry on either side of the, the, uh, what for lack of a better word, we'll call a road. Um, But uh, other than that, no immediate threats that you can see. It is starting to get quite dark now. Not that I think about it. We probably should have burned the carriage. (laughs) I don't think it would have let us. Just seems like the right thing to do. Are you an anarchist? I am an anarchist. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just a pirate? (laughs) Oh, okay. You know, I totally understand that. I mean, I work in front of a forge all the time, you know, and hot metal and the flame and then the pillows and everything. Oh, it's amazing. I love you. To be honest, in my experience, every single D&D player I've ever come across is a pyro. Can we set it on fire? Okay. Fire solves everything. <laughs> um, I might be able to help with that. Hold on. <laughs> is the carriage mostly wooden or metal? Or did we did we pass it already? Is it already gone? Yeah, you've you've already passed it. You're you're through the gates yeah. and it's be, behind you now. So I mean, it's not far behind you. If you wanted to go back and see if you could set light to it, then sure. Exactly how far behind me is it? Sure. I mean, I'm hopeful we've got uh, extra characters ready, but uh, what's an anarchist? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you asking? Um, uh, whoever was to my left. <laughs> you can decide among you who that was. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's Marmoset on my screen. <laughs> Tiz is like staring at this carriage, like sizing it up like, do I have anything that I can... Su- <laughs> like seriously considering the fire setting proposition. <laughs> Marmoset has oil. But... On the bright side, I don't have heat metal right now, so I can't melt it. Okay, there's many things I thought you might do today. That one hadn't occurred to me at all. (laughs) (laughs) So she looks kind of dejected and turns back to Marmoset and says, I don't know if I can help with that today. Okay, it was an idea. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay, so getting dark, folks. I'm uh, not, not seeing anything particularly suspicious ahead. Uh, where do we want to make camp? Just inside these gates, or do we want to get a bit further away? Do we want to get? F- yes. Do we want to get further mm-hmm. from this Strahd's influence? Uh, when we cross through the gates, do the doors close? They do indeed close behind you, but thanks to uh, Marmoset's ministrations, much quieter. <laughs> Everything better with oil. <laughs> <laughs> so glad that worked. Um, okay, I say that we should probably find a spot up here, a little bit away from the gates, and then we can make camp. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? Tiz will turn to Irina and say, uh, uh, do the dead at night, do they ever march outside of the gates? Like, do they ever go out? Uh, no, no, they, uh, as long as we're a little distance from the gates, it it, uh, should should be fine. I mean, there's the normal dangers of uh, okay of uh, Barovia, as you've already found out before we even got here. But, uh, but that that should be everything. All right. Yep. Okay. I relay that, but yeah. Okay, so we head a little bit away from the gates, and uh, Irina looks up and says, "What is that strange electronic <laughs> sound?" <laughs> Except I don't know what electronics are. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
The marmoset goes, oh, magic music. Wow. What is this strange anachronism? Um, somebody's, somebody's got an alert on their sending stone. <laughs> Shut up, Jeffrey. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Is Jeffrey texting you again? He's just so popular that, you know, just, the ladies can't get enough of him. Sometimes Ooh. Jeffrey just gets so overwhelmed you have to reboot him. Turn the rock off and on again. <laughs> <laughs> Solves most problems. <laughs> and Irina says, so come, that's fine, but can you put him on silent? <laughs> or vibrate. <laughs> Penny, bad Penny, stop it. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Failing, trying and failing to look innocent. <laughs> it's almost like we know you. Mm, okay, go. so um, as you just come along the road looking for a, for a parking spot, a camping spot, uh, <laughs> you can see that uh, a little while, a few hundred yards ahead of you, the, um, the forest finally kind of dies away to being more kind of open, uh, just mountains and 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 stuff, but uh, no, no, no more actually actual forest immediately close to us, close close to oh, you. Mountains, I like mountains. Uh, but you can see more forest again in the distance, in the direction the road appears to be heading. How dense is this forest? Uh, it's moderately dense. Can we camp inside? Oh, what do you actually want to do? I was in... thinking we could make a camp inside uh, the trees for a little bit of cover. Yeah, sure. You can clear clear bits out of the way and uh, clear yourself enough space quite easily to camp just off the road, if, you, if that's what you wish. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's good. I relate to everyone that that's what I think, because okay. I believe that we are outside of the wolves' hunting ground now. Can you just make me a perception roll? Me? Please, Lena. Yeah. Seven. Okay, fine. Never mind. Oh! <laughs> you sound so sad. Seven. <laughs> and I've got to save my inspiration for something really, really good. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Having it there is so tempting. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Uh, okay, cool. So you're clearing a bit of a par uh, space inside the woods and are making camp. Okay. Okay. Okay, uh, are we going to sort of go for two-hour watches tonight or four-hour watches? Two hours would be great for me. Two. I need to, uh, I'm feeling a little under the weather. Well, I need to get six hours of sleep no matter what, so... Okay, um, well, if you guys both need lots of sleep, um, why don't one of you take first watch and one of you take last watch, and the rest of us will take the middle watches, so we'll be the ones with, like, four hours here and four hours there. Unless anyone else is desperately short on, you know, spells and stuff. Um, if I if I know Eremon at all, he's probably already got his you know, <laughs> his bedroll out and is asleep. Eremon's <laughs> <laughs> tiefling, isn't he? Yes. Yes. Do we have any elves or half elves? I can't I'm a half elf. But half oh, elves yeah. need sleep. Yeah. Oh, you're half elf. All right. So I think half elves have yeah. normal sleep patterns. Half elves so. do, do they? they okay, do. that was yeah. the thing I, I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's elves that can trance. Yes, because yeah. our, our our elven um, sorcerer in uh, therapy is incredibly smug about the fact he doesn't actually need to sleep. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you can just go into a 
and he only needs four hours. <laughs> Going to a light France, la la la. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Tiz, if it's all right with you, I would like to take. Yeah, either watch. It's okay. <laughs> I'll take second okay. watch. I could go first. That's fine. So cool. Okay, I'll take second. Who wants third? Um, yep. Simeon or. Yeah, okay. Send me in for third watch. That's six hours worth. Uh, Darius, do you, do you want to take fourth or? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll take the last one. Okay. And then, Rick, yeah, if we're not already up and moving by then. Are we resting for, are we stopping for 10 hours? <laughs> well, <laughs> Rick's stopping for, <laughs> Lena's stopping for 10 hours. She's having a lie in. <laughs> No, I, I reckon four, four two-hour watches should probably do it, which actually means that Lena doesn't need to watch at all. I am so okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I could do restore my hit point. <laughs> That's assuming that we actually get to rest. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that part. Oh, doop a doop because Chris is definitely looking something up. <laughs> no, it's all right. It doesn't matter um, at the moment. Okay, so um, for once, the night passes uh, in relative um, ease and comfort and uh, with uh, no major disturbances. And that for everybody is qualified as a long rest. So please set your spell usage and hit points and everything back. And obviously, if if anyone's used any um, hit dice, then you should get half of the ones you used back. I believe that's half of your level. But yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. they just need a long rest button on this character sheet that you just no right. <laughs> set Not come across that. Suggest it. Suggest it to them. Mm. Yeah. Do I still do I still need to be like creating water? Feel free to Chris. Uh, feel free to do whatever you're looking up. Um, t- to other folks, do I still need to be like have my water spell on, or can I pick something else? Uh, I think you can pick something else. I don't think Marmoset is up for another bath for another couple of years. Couple of years. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I thought this was going to be an annual occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> So many questions. <laughs> and we do not want the answers to any of them. <laughs> do you know, one day I just want to run something for just the three of your characters stuck in a room <laughs> together or something, because it'll be hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> there will be many buckets of water perched on doors. <laughs> Marmoset will walk through these doors. <laughs> and I don't know if they would be upset or ecstatic and just be like, this is water. It happened again. Wow. (laughs) And now I've discovered that some of my skin is pink and some of my skin is brown. (laughs) Please don't tell us which bits. Wasn't going to, that's private. (laughs) Actually, that's the white bits. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, you don't know how much of the edit I have to do spending. I have to spend taking my own giggles out. 
Okay. Um, so the night passes. Mm. We all pass out at various times. So, um, let me just get my map back to where, where we were. Bloody thing. Okay, so as I say, the night uh, passes without any uh, major incident. And uh, so, from where you wake up, uh, what are you doing? Drink some wine. <laughs> Disassemble the camp. Yes. <laughs> I would, like, probably try and, like, make breakfast for everybody. Yep. Stumble out of bed and stack it to the kitchen. Pour myself cup of ambition and yawn and stretch it. Try to stay alive. Try to come to life, I think it is, but then she'll be in the shower and the body's out. She's very eager in the morning, isn't she? Oh, it's a pretty good breakfast. Good for me. It tastes good, guys. Nice. I don't know what it's made of. It's, like, mushrooms or meat or, like, I mean, I don't know what we have, but... Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that Mama set generally foraged and said, yeah, you can eat this. It won't kill you. It's nicely put together. Don't, don't we have venison? <laughs> no, you gave it back. No, because you... Uh, we you gave dropped, away the venison. Yeah, you dropped it in the uh, the vampire lings uh, thingy. That's right, we put yeah. the whole corpse mm-hmm. in, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, well. oh, well. I mean, you know, you could try hunting for venison. Some days, some days you eat venison, some days the venison eats you. <laughs> Only if it's vampire venison. Those other days have gone really (laughs) wrong. (laughs) Someday all the herbivores are going to turn on us. That's called the movie Jurassic Park. (laughs) Oh. Mm -hmm. Veggiesaurus. (laughs) Do you think he saw us? Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, Just broken people. Actually watched that for the very first time the other day. Really? The original. Never seen them before, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We saw it at the cinema. We took my parents and my brother to see it, if I remember rightly. My mom had a paper delivery route, which uh, I guess I don't know how paper delivery works in the UK. But for her, it was like waking Mm -hmm. up at like 4 a.m., going to the place, like collecting all the newspapers and then driving around and throwing them Mm -hmm. onto lawns. Um, So she wasn't getting very much sleep for like six months or eight months or something. And so she saw Jurassic Park. And then there was definitely one time where she had a dream and or maybe hallucinated while driving, I can't remember the details, about her like being chased by dinosaurs in her car. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she was delivering newspapers. Did it improve the speed of her newspaper run? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, in this country, if you, I mean, it tends to be kids on bikes rather than um, people driving, but uh, you are expected to kind of put the newspapers through the door because we have weather. <laughs> And letterboxes. Well, ours are wrapped in plastic. plastic. Uh, They're in like, they're almost like grocery bags, just uh, smaller for the right size. Oh, I never knew that. I always wondered why people weren't furious with all these newspaper boys throwing papers onto their lawns. Well, you see, the thing is, we're willing to use substances that are terrible for the environment as long as it's for our convenience. Well, yeah. (laughs) I can't say that we're in any position to comment on that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that i mean like that's american culture in a nutshell right there <laughs> hey I, I heard i heard on the news um plastic bag purchase in the uk from the top eight retailers has gone down 90 oh, percent wow. since they introduced the uh 5p charge so we're now only buying 10 bags wow. a person per year instead of 
hundred odd bags per person per year. Yeah, in Eugene, you have to pay five cents for a bag, but mm. they don't actually sell plastic bags. You can only get paper bags. In Springfield, however, you go to Walmart and they just like load you up with paper bags. I mean, plastic bags. It's like, okay, this is weird. I'm super enthusiastic about paper bags because we use them for recycling. So I would pay that five cents every time because I need bags for recycling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a vague memory that we might have played d d a little while ago. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel we may have digressed. <laughs> Is it a hallucination? <laughs> I'm going to suddenly wake up and I'm going to be at the computer doing work. About three months ago, yeah. we started to do it. <laughs> yes, you were hallucinating on uh, delivering the paper. I dreamt last night that a bunch of relatives came to visit and they locked my mum in the bathroom because she was dangerous. <laughs> Was this related to the fact that you created a, a story about a vampireling locked in a basement? No, I think it came from something else. I remembered what it was when I woke up this morning, but I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. That's quite... I can oh see another little edited segment coming in this episode. Because <laughs> that... <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you could have this as outtakes. <laughs> the trouble is, the outtakes. If we take all this out as outtakes, then the episode would be about fifteen minutes long. <laughs> At the moment, <laughs> we've been very distractible this evening. I've noticed. I can only blame myself. Indeed. Okay, so back to work. DM. Yep. <laughs> back, back, back to the DMing minds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Craft some story. <laughs> I've paid somebody else to do that for me. Uh, okay, so so you finish packing up the camp, go back to the road. Uh, as I said, you look ahead and you can see that while there is some more um, road, uh, now, well, there is some more forest in the distance, you know, a couple of miles ahead of you. Uh, at the moment, you're in a clearer area where all that's around you is the uh, the, the um, sides of the, the mountains around you. It's fairly chilly. Um, I don't think uh, Barovia is ever warm, particularly, but uh, you're you're in you know a certain amount of mountainous territory now, so it's going to be a bit bit chilly. So, and the path continues to wind its way you know, on average towards the west. I would like to make a perception roll. I think perception to see if there's any predators about. Okay. With a twenty. Mm. You you're not aware of anything at this point. Okay. I heard Penny muted her phone and then I heard her coughing from here. <laughs> Mute her phone and microphone. Okay, so what what are y'all doing? Rolling, rolling, rolling. Gotta keep on rolling. Oh, dear hell. just carry on. <laughs> Along the road. Okay. So, carry on walking on the road for another uh, mile, mile, mile and a half or so. And as you come around another bend and the road starts turning towards the north, you see that there's a um, another track that goes off uh, towards the west. And you can see in the distance a building of some kind, some sort of construction. You can't really see what it is for, without getting a little closer. So you're going to investigate or you're going to carry on? I want to investigate. <laughs> okay. How does everyone else feel about that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's investigate. Okay. How has how investigation been working out for us so far? <laughs> We're still alive. Well, some of us. <laughs> okay. Good point. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as you had along the path, you'll see that the building you're approaching is a somewhat dilapidated 
windmill. Uh, if it sounds vaguely familiar, it's because you've come across a windmill before in the, the, the Death House, but don't assume that it's the it's that particular windmill. Um, let's see. Uh, the onion... Yeah, I do have a description. Here we go. The onion-domed edifice leans forward and to one side as though trying to turn away from the stormy grey sky. You see grey brick walls and dirt-covered windows on the upper floors. A decrepit wooden platform encircles the windmill above a flimsy doorway le leading into the building's interior. Perched on the wooden beam above the door is a raven. It hops and squawks at you, seemingly agitated. Never more! Never more! <laughs> and I have a handover, a handout, so you can see what it roughly looks like. Ooh, pretty. That's pretty. And pretty dilapidated. I mean, you know, besides... <laughs> Indeed. Mm. Pretty in its day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, it was pretty. You can... you can. <laughs> there, there are the remains of a fine windmill about this. <laughs> Grisabella, the glamour windmill. Okay. <laughs> so... Okay, um, do we... Uh, yeah, let's do that. I'll say that now. <laughs> Should we go and should we should we sort of look all the way around the bottom first and then try go try going inside see if we can hear noises that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh, yeah, I, I was just translating because because I know Jeffrey understood you, but the rest of us might have struggled to catch that one. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I am for that plan. What will our heroes discover about the mysterious windmill, and what relevance will it have to their current task? Find out in the next episode of Curse of Strahd. Book Zombie presents Curse of Strahd starred Caius as Darius Talvinar, Penny as Marmoset Quince, Jane as Tisriel Forgeflame, Alton as Semyon Anatov and Eremon, Rick as Lena Random, and Jeffrey the Rock as himself. The DM was Chris Bookzombie Hill. Music and artwork was by The Sleeping God. Produced and edited by Chris Hill. This was a Bookzombie Presents production. If you enjoyed the show, please do like and subscribe. Follow the Twitter account at BZ's Curse of Strahd Podcast for additional information and content, and feel free to share any feedback. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs>